Thick, wet dew on dry, stubbly grass. The sun stretching its rayed limbs over the sleepy countryside. Coffee in hand. Early morning in summer. Welcome to the Nature of Phenology, where we share the cycles and seasons of the outdoors. I'm your host, Hazel Stark. A quiet paddle on a main lake can feed the soul. Water droplets quiver on the surfaces of lily pads next to their showy, floating flowers. The twang of a green frog calls from the shallows. Bright blue damselflies skim the water. Purple spikes of pickerelweed blur the line between lake and land. Perhaps you pause your paddling to picnic on a hidden beach and watch loons dive and surface in the center of the lake. You think about diving and surfacing yourself to find relief from the hot midday sun. In the evening, you relax into a lawn chair next to a campfire on the lake shore, arms heavy from the day's paddling, staring into the flickering flames. Nothing compares to hearing the eerie, beautiful sound of a loon echoing off a lake. Loon chicks are hatching now, so your lake explorations might be rewarded with the sight of a fluffy, charcoal-gray loon chick riding its swimming parents' back. While loon chicks can swim on their own within hours of hatching, just as soon as their fluffy down dries, they do not yet have the protective feathers that help them regulate their temperature. They are also pretty bad at swimming at this point, so need to be especially wary of predators. A free ride with the added warmth and camouflage of a parent's black and white wings protects these little loons from a hungry eagle from above or a bass from below for the first couple weeks out of their shells. All creatures have adaptations to make them suited to the particular lives they lead. Snowshoe hares change from brown to white in the winter to better hide from predators. Skunk cabbages bloom so early in the spring they welcome the first pollinators through the melting snow. But common loons seem to have an especially remarkable blend of adaptations that makes them ideal underwater hunters. Unlike most birds, which have hollow bones to keep them lightweight enough for flying, loons have solid bones that help them swim to depths underwater. Despite being so well adapted for water, they are still impressive and fast flyers, reaching speeds of up to 70 miles an hour in the air. Loon legs are located farther back on their bodies than most birds, making them sleek and powerful swimmers that use their legs instead of their wings to propel them through the water. This unusual arrangement, however, means that they cannot gracefully walk on land. That's why their nests are always located on the water's edge. A quick tumble back into the water is about all they can manage. Underwater, loons snatch slippery fish with their sharp bills and manage to hold on to them thanks to sharp projections that line their tongues and roofs of their mouths. These sharp bills also allow the fiercely territorial loons to effectively fend off predators. Recently, a mature bald eagle was found dead near a loon nest due to a puncture wound through the heart that matched the shape of a loon bill. While loons have had millions of years to adapt to life on and in the water, they have not had as long to adapt to the loud noises of fireworks. As we are at the peak of fireworks season now, consider that these quintessential birds of northern lakes are busily caring for newly hatched young. They need to be able to listen for approaching predators and stay focused on their chicks. So perhaps this fireworks season, 
we can adapt where we set off fireworks to reduce disturbance of loon nests. You can download this episode and find a link to the transcript, photos, information about podcasting, and more by visiting archives.weru.org. Loon Sounds provided by the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service. Have a nature question that you want us to answer on our show? Simply reach out to us. Thanks for listening, and please join us next week for another dive into the nature of phenology. (laughs) 